Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Well, hello, welcome. Episode, as I glance at my sheet, 265. And uh, this is your Tech Life. Trying to bring you the latest in technology, news, information. uh, Trying to help you out with questions about technology yourself. Uh, And all in all, just trying to relate to everyday people with technology because you're not all nerds. You're not all as interested as me. You're not all reading blogs and technology websites i get that but you're buying things or you're getting given things and hopefully i can help you learn more about those things understand how to use those things and perhaps get the most out of those things which would be awesome now i won't lie uh tough to record this week um after the events of the last 24 hours here i'm in sydney uh it's tough i'm not i'm not sure how to put a positive spin on on the world of things and uh, with that, I, uh, I'm going to run through some of the news of the week, some of my thoughts of the week, and I think that'll be a good way to wrap up the year. Uh, I think it's worth taking a week off for Christmas with the family, enjoying some time with the kids, and uh, and then we'll uh, move on to Las Vegas in early January for the annual Consumer Electronics Show. So, episode 265. Thanks to the good people, as always, from Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation, GPS Systems, you've got fitness trackers, golf systems, or your old GPS in the car, doesn't matter what it is, they've got them, and you can check them out at garmin.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Now, what was it? I'm just going to look back at my notes here, but it was only two weeks ago, two episodes ago, episode 263, where I opened the show talking about the Put Out Your Bats campaign in response to the death of Philip Hughes. Now, yesterday morning, somewhere between 9 and 10, 9.40 something, a siege began in in Sydney. And uh, what appeared at first to be an armed robbery, then a hostage situation, and then frankly a a terror situation, escalated for some 16, 17 hours, and resulted in the death of two hostages, and of the uh, loony, insane, freakish, fool individual who brought it all upon us. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. That's news, and uh, you can catch that anywhere online. The technology side of things here is is what's compelling to me. And for a start, I wonder how many people like me weren't listening to the radio, weren't watching TV because you're at work, but... Maybe in between meetings or maybe just on your computer you had a website open or Twitter. And in my case, it was literally walking between meetings and uh, something was going on. Uh, and then jumping on Twitter and, and seeing the news unfold. That's one really interesting aspect of it because what you need to understand, and I love Twitter, you know you know that. Uh, you can follow me at Trevor Long anytime. Have a chat. Say good day. Um... You know, you've got to understand the boundaries with which the traditional media operate and how 
social media, user-generated media, does not operate under those same boundaries. And the issue there is the vetting of information, the accuracy of information, the proliferation of rumours and innuendo, and it makes it challenging for uh, law enforcement, let alone individuals, to understand what's going on. And I found that very interesting on um, Monday morning because having worked in the media for so long, and for those who, who know me and have been listening for a long time, you know I, I, I produced many, many a show at 2GB. I produced... Uh, I worked as an associate producer on the Ray Hadley Morning Show, was assistant program director at Radio 2GB for many years, and um, have a great relationship with many of the people, including Ray and his team at 2GB. And so I've, I can get a sense of what it's like behind the scenes. And I remember working on the London bombings, the, the terror bombings there, and going straight into work and manning the phones and ringing around. And the thing is, with the greatest respect to, to the general public, the media know a lot more because people call and they tell you things and then you check them and you find out they're true but you hold off on telling them because they could be operational the police tell you to hold off you know there's a lot of stuff goes on behind the scenes you ring lawyers and say can we say this um you use your better judgment because it could be uh um you know an accusation against someone which could uh, hinder a court proceedings proceedings in the future there's so many things that make it important that you vet yourself even on live radio and that doesn't happen on twitter people just say stuff you know so there's a flag held up and people just say oh my god it's this and then they say no it's not it's that and this whole debate starts and yeah they say the same things on the radio but you know the problem with the radio is i i found a lot of people and i'm literally annoyed to be honest at a lot of people who were bagging some traditional media because they heard one soundbite but when you hear one soundbite of someone talking on the radio, you're not hearing the full hour. You're not hearing where they spend 10 minutes explaining different things. Um, during, during the day, during the evening, there was uh, videos published from the, the, the gunman um, of the hostages talking. There's a whole range of things happened, none of which should have made it to the public eye because that just feeds the fire of this lunatic. But yet people were sharing it. People were tweeting me, have you seen this? And I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. Don't click on it. Don't give them the air that they want. The, the mass media, the old school media, yeah, they have their ups and downs. But they do temper things in a different way to social media. So be very careful when you're on social media in situations like this. What you share, what you say, and think about the consequences. Look for the official sources. I think these situations are great situations to verify who in your feed is reliable. Who in your feed are the people that you want to trust in the future? And uh, in some cases, unfollow them. In other cases, um, just keep that in mind. But it was later in the afternoon when things took a turn. And I'm not talking about the siege. I'm not even going to talk about the outcome of the siege. It's well documented. But there was a situation at, I don't know, around 2.30, where a lady on Facebook... um, posted a message, having been on the train. Uh, And the message was an observation. Her name was Rachel Jacobs. And she said, the presumably Muslim woman sitting next to me on the train silently removes her hijab. I I ran after her at the train station. I said, put it back on. I'll walk with you. She started to cry, hugged me for about a minute, and then walked off alone. 
A guy called Michael James uh, took a screenshot of that, tweeted it, and said, this, this is what good people do. Three and a half thousand people retweeted that. And then a girl in Sydney called, whose hashtag, sorry, whose username is Sotessa, said at 4.29 yesterday afternoon, said, maybe start a hashtag. What's in, I'll ride with you. One word, I'll ride with you. With a hashtag in front of it. And the next tweet, just a minute or so later, was anyway, the 373 bus from Coogee to Martin Place, I'll ride with you. Just at reply me if you want to wear your headdress and not be bothered. I love it. And it started something. The idea was, if you're a, a, a specifically in this case, someone of the Muslim, Muslim faith who felt uncomfortable wearing your your religion on your sleeve, as, as you might put it. Um, there's people out there who might shout you down, who might, you know, cast a crazy eye, might even yell at you. And But there's a whole lot more people who will sit beside you and don't care because you're just another Aussie. And this I'll ride with you movement went like gangbusters faster and much bigger scale than the put out your bats even. Now, it's 9 p.m. on uh, Tuesday night. And uh, I don't know, it's probably about an hour ago. I checked this now. 474,000 people had tweeted messages with the hashtag, I'll ride with you, including the CNN, New York Times, MTV, Time Magazine, Mashable. It got global media attention. The thing was, it also copped got a lot of grief. And a good mate of mine, um, you talked about the fact that it wasn't really adding any value. And I just thought it's true. It doesn't add value to the situation. It doesn't change the hostage situation. It doesn't really do anything. But for the millions of Australians who have absolutely no way of sharing their grief, sharing their support, um, showing their solidarity to the Muslim community, let alone the entire Australian community, it was a great way of doing it. it just because I tweeted, if you're traveling from Hornsby to the city, I'm happy to help. I'll ride with you. I don't expect someone to ring me and say, hey, can I have a, have a lift? But what I do hope is that people who may feel disaffected by a situation like this feel better about it and see the united front that Australians are presenting. That's a good thing. That is a very good thing. You think back to 2003, four when the Cronulla riots were going on, you couldn't have imagined this kind of solidarity around the Muslim community. So bloody well good on you, Australia. And good on you if you tweeted. If you didn't, it doesn't matter. But what a fantastic concept. And, you know, to the idiots on Twitter, there's a bloke who's literally just tweeted me, a bloke called Nicholas H. Folks, which I don't even believe is his real name. Anyone who supports Islam, Islam is a vile culture of death, submission, and hostility. It's time to end multiculturalism. Mate, you're blocked. You're a goose. You're a complete idiot. Thankfully, you've only got 134 followers and no one's listening. I mean, what a complete moron. Uh, just, it's just amazing. And those are the people. So for every one of those complete idiots, there's millions, thousands and thousands, and hopefully adding up to millions of people who quietly and happily support every Australian going about their day-to-day business. And you know what social media just proved? 
Social media just proved that it can once again unite. It can give a voice. And while it may not have an effect on the families of those who have lost loved ones, um, it could have an effect on a, on a broader community. And that is a great thing. And that's something that Twitter, the com- Twitter community, really, should be super proud of. So, well done. Well done, Australia. And well done, Tessa. She doesn't want to talk to the media anymore. And I get that. It's a bit overwhelming. But um, well done. What a cracking outcome. And I'm sure it will continue to grow. You're listening to the Your Tech Life. We talked about Bing. We talked about Yahoo 7 last week. We talked about Facebook. Finally, the results are in. Uh, Google has released their annual data. Now, what's interesting is they've gone for this whole... They're not calling it a zeitgeist anymore. They're calling it the year of year in Google or year in search. They've gone for this whole paginated, weird thing. Uh, it's very interesting when you find it online, but just do do, do yourself a favor. Click on the little menu in, when you find it. Um, I don't even know the address, but search for Google Trends or Google um, Year in Search and click on the top charts. The top charts is what's important. So in Australia, in Australia, the uh, the top searches in Australia were World Cup, Malaysia Airlines, Robin Williams, Charlotte Dawson, and you know this is a t- this is a moment where we remember things that have frankly escaped us. Because I, if I'm completely honest, had forgotten that it was even in 2014 that Charlotte Dawson um, uh, passed away. But it was. It was in February this year. Phil Hughes, Jennifer Lawrence, Chappelle Corby, My Gov, uh, Ebola, and Flappy Bird. <laughs> so. Um, there you go. Uh, in terms of actual Australians who uh, who trended this year, Chappelle Corby, Todd Carney, Iggy Azalea, Margot Robbie, Rolf Harris, Tora Bright, Nick Kyriakis, Sia, Ian Thorpe, and Alex McKinnon. Um, some lingo that, that made headlines this year, Tinder, Nick Nominate, Goat Simulator, Elo, Bitcoin, Doge, Pixelmon, Vines, Doge Coin, and Flippergram. Globally, uh, people were dominated by Jennifer Lawrence, Michael Schumacher, obviously, you know, that incident was only this year, Oscar Pretorius, Jules Bianchi, another Formula One driver, Jared Leto, Jordan Belfort, Renee Zellweger, Lordy, Dan Bilzerian, and Conchita Wurst. Now, I don't know half these people, so get over it if I pronounce it wrong, eh? Um, This is the fun one. I love this. So people that go to Google and type how to, how to draw is number one. Now, I would have said get a paper and pencil, but whatever you like. Number two is how to kiss. Okay. How to crochet, how to meditate, how to knit. So crochet is ahead of knit. Let's be clear here. That's a big deal. My nana will be very proud. The crochet is ahead of the knit. How to pronounce, obviously, millions of different words there. How to sing, how to twerk, how to screenshot, and how to whistle. The biggest news items, which relate back to some of the other things we've talked about, are MH370. News, um, Peaches Geldof, Cyclone Ita, Michael Schumacher, Scottish Independence, Alex from Target, Ukraine News, Lunar Crips, Clips, Ebola Outbreak, and Phil Lander. Um, some, <laughs> who is, this is great, who is Jesus? I mean, seriously, that's your number one who is? 
Who is Isis? Who is Banksy? Who is Redfoo? Bloody good question, really. Who is Redfoo? Who is Ultron? Who is J-O-B? Who is Siri? Who is God? Who is Allah? Who is How to Basic? I mean, this is just weird. Where is Sochi? Where is MH370? Where is Perth? <laughs> Where is Glasgow, Gallipoli, Dubai, Stonehenge, Bali, Uluru, and Pompeii? What is Ebola? What is ALS? And that was about the Ice Bucket Challenge. What is love? What is love? I mean, that's a great question. What is gluten, Tinder, ISIS, depression, Bitcoin, cilantro, and Tumblr? And finally, the most searched recipes of 2014. Pancake recipe. Chicken recipe. And without any surprise to my wife, Thermomix recipes. Slow cooker recipes, chocolate cake recipe, quiche recipe, scone recipe, pizza dough recipe, carbonara recipe, and paleo recipes. So they are the big things for 2014 as far as Google's concerned. Well, I think it's pretty obvious. But the fun stuff there from Google is the how-tos, how to draw, number one. What is a bowler? Where is Perth, number three? Love it. Well done, Australia. You are crazy, crazy people. <laughs> that is the year in search uh, from the people at Google. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. But travel along's the world's best techie. Now, those blokes singing that song, uh, mates of mine, uh, the Robertson Brothers. Now, if you're into oldie, ye oldie school music like me, um, I encourage you to have a listen to this um, because it's very good what they're doing. They are um, they're very talented musicians and they're releasing an album um, which is, uh, sorry, I just started there, which is um, a um, celebrating the hits of the Everly Brothers. And here is, and they won't mind me playing this, it's on YouTube. So YouTube, Robertson Brothers, Wake Up Little Susie. Wake up, little Susie, wake up. Wake up, little Susie, wake up. We've both been sound asleep. Wake up, little Susie, and weep. The movie's over, it's four o'clock and we're in trouble deep Wake up, little Susie Wake up, little Susie Well, what are we gonna tell your mama? What are we gonna tell your pa? What are we gonna tell our friends when they say Ooh la la, wake up, little Susie Wake up, little Susie Well, I told Seriously, I mean, and that's the first time I've ever sung with them, obviously uh, it's a great album. Can't wait for it to come out in February. So just a, a little note of thanks to the boys for that uh, little Farrell Williams jingle. And um, and as at the end of the year, uh, a thank you to uh, GK, 
who's expecting a baby in early, early in the year, but she's uh, moved on from her position uh, at Vodafone. She's now at Huawei. But um, she's the one that pointed out to me that when she listens to Farrell Williams sing Happy, it sounds like he's saying Trevor Long at the end. So that's why I had it recorded. It was a bit of fun. So uh, that's the Robertson Brothers. You can uh, check them out on YouTube. Just go uh, YouTube. Excuse me, youtube.com forward slash Robertson, Robertson Brothers, R-O-B-E-R-T-S-O-N, Robertson Brothers. But if you search Robertson Brothers, wake up little Susie on YouTube, you will find these super duper human beings. Ooh, la, la, wake up little Susie, wake up little Susie, wake up little Susie. Love it. Good work, boys. Now, we do it all here on Your Tech Life. All thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Technologies. And uh, the Vivo Fit is probably the coolest thing you can get in this last week before Christmas. Um, $129 at huge numbers of uh, leading retailers, but check it out at garmin.com.au. This is the, the fitness band that moves at your pace of your life. It's got a screen on it so you can consistently see your uh, your activity levels. It learns your activity level, assigns you a new personalized daily goal, displays your steps, calories, distance, monitors your sleep. It does everything. It's bloody fantastic, and it's only $129. comes in a range of colors, about six different colors. Um, well worth checking out if someone's into a serious fitness or if they just want to get a sense of how they're tracking against their um, their daily walks and whatnot, then uh, the Garmin Vivo Fit is an absolute cracker. And uh, we thank Garmin for their continued support of your tech life. And uh, remember, everyone, please, if it wasn't for Garmin, um, you would be either not listening or you'd be paying or something. So thank you to Garmin. Thank you for their support. And uh, please support them. Uh, over the Christmas period as you're buying gadgets, whether it's in sales or lead up to Christmas, go and grab something Garmin. And, uh, and hey, if you get a chance, tell them you bought it because you heard it here. That's not a bad thing. Or, or at the very least, tell me that you bought something because you heard it here. I'll bloody pass it on. Don't worry about that. You're listening to Your Tech Life. I reckon it'll get back to uh, the Robertson Brothers that um, I just played that music and sang along with them. Bit weird. Um, just jumping over to iTunes. Uh, thank you. We've now uh, we've cracked 139 um, star ratings. We've got 83 customer reviews, and it's great to see them there. Um, thank you to uh, Yang Wordner, who says, "My tech mate, listening to Trev is like having a techie mate." Covers contemporary range of industry happenings and gear. The callers are great. It's good to hear real problems get solved. Feedback from the field and interviews. Seriously appreciate the feedback. Seriously appreciate the comments. And it means a lot to me. As I've said before, it is weird. You have to appreciate it. I sit here in my studio on a Tuesday night and talk to myself. Um, I get great feedback on Twitter and I love seeing the constant conversation on Twitter. I love more getting emails from you when you've got a question or a problem or you want help with technology. Um, and it means a lot to me that you're listening. And that, that kind of brings me to, to 2015. What do we do? Where, where's 2015 lead? And I'd love your feedback. Um, as I said, I, I was going to do a show next week, kind of pre-Christmas, but in the end, I think you know what you want. I think you know what you're doing. And if you need advice for Christmas, just send me an email. We'll, we'll do something. But I think um, just after this week, it's been a bit of a downer. So I'm going I'm um, to have a week with the kids and the family and, and enjoy life for a bit uh, and take a break, watch some TV with my wife. And... Uh, and reconnect there a little bit, so that'll be nice. But you know, if there's some, if you've got a suggestion, I'm open to it. You know, I, I play around all the time with this. I um, started doing bit bite podcasts, so you didn't have to listen to the whole thing. You listen to bits and on on the Omni Radio app. Um, there's a lot of extra work for me though, so sometimes it just doesn't work out. Um, 
if you think shorter, like if, if I should do two 15 minutes a week, I'll do two 15 minutes a week. Do you know what I mean? So think if there's a way you're out there consuming podcasts, you probably consume more podcasts than I do, if we're honest. And um, it's not like I'm going to suddenly follow a murder investigation and get millions of downloads. So that's not going to happen. But um, if there's a way I can make this a better listening experience for you, it's your show. I want to hear about it. Jump on the jump on the email, eftm.com.au. Click on email Trevor Long. Say good day. And uh, love to hear about how, how you reflect on 2014, the year, and uh, and what you think about 2015 uh, coming up and how uh, how we should progress and what, what we should do. Uh, happy to happy to hear any of the ideas and, uh, and, and opinions as they come along. You are listening, as I say, to Your Tech Life. Now, I mentioned uh, last week the, um, the 20th anniversary edition of the PlayStation 4. Now, if you listen to Two Blokes Talking Tech, you would have also heard that uh, while we were recording, we looked at some Ebays, and I put this on EFTM, like one of these things sold for $20,000. It's ridiculous. Others for fifteen, and many more for five and three and two thousand um, dollars. There aren't any being sold in Australia. There are limited numbers available to win, and if you want to win, I recommend you immediately go to facebook.com forward slash PlayStation AU. Scroll down to December twelfth, and they've got a twentieth anniversary edition uh, competition. And uh, all you do there is you click enter, and uh, all you have to do is upload a photo. Of photos showing them what the PlayStation means to you and it'll become part of PlayStation history and be immortalized inside the PlayStation logo. Very nice. So you've got to go to their Facebook page, click enter, and uh, it will be a great little competition. So lots and lots of um, fantastic photos. I can see the photos. There's a, oh my God. There's a bloke who I'm going to say allegedly, because you know, how do you verify these things? But this person has the PlayStation symbols, the cross, the square, the triangle, the the um, circle on tattooed on fingers. I mean, that's dedication, right? That's dedication. There's another another um, tattoo here. I don't think that's real, but anyway, I'll, I'll let someone else be the judge of that. Uh, it's fantastic, and so they're actually uploading the photos, and you can see them on the Facebook page. So it's uh it's actually really cool to browse through some of these photos and see what people are doing lots of tattoos so i would recommend a tattoo is not an original idea um so have a have a look have a think about what playstation means to you uh there's a good one someone's actually put big vinyl stickers up on their wall with the the like a fake controller the the buttons and things very very cool um, so check it out, uh, PlayStation AU, facebook.com forward slash PlayStation AU. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your tech, tech life with Trevor Long. Now, the NBN made a, a little announcement on the weekend. It was kind of interesting weekend announcement. But essentially, they, they uh, signed landmark deals with Optus and Telstra to uh, speed up the rollout of high-speed uh, NBN networks across Australia. And essentially, they've uh, taken ownership progressively of the, the cable so the HFC, that, that cable that has originally delivered pay TV and has also delivered internet. So I'm on Telstra Cable, so theoretically it means I'm on the NBN. Now, there's no conversation about any suggestion that it will get faster. I already get 100 meg download, but I don't get very good upload speeds. So I'd be interested to see if they're going to address that. I doubt it. I think that the goal of getting um, you know millions and millions of homes 
uh, on the NBN is is really the key. It's about numbers, not speed. So in 2020, they reckon they'll have eight million premises uh, connected to the to the NBN, uh, and the, um, the 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 HFC, the the cable the internet will will massively uh, be a part of that because it essentially means they don't have to do any infrastructure building in Sydney, Melbourne and parts of Brisbane. I mean, huge parts of Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane are covered by the HFC high fiber, um, hybrid fiber coaxial cable. Um, so they don't need to do anything. And it's a cunning, basically. So it's kind of a subtle way of, of bypassing the need to do any digging. And uh, we'll get the internet from the NBN, but I don't think it's going to matter if they don't do any, anything with speed. So a bit disappointing if they don't do anything with speed. Um, because in the metro areas, we want more than what we've got now, not kind of the same. So that's a bit of a bummer. But anyway, love to know your thoughts. If you've got a question or a, a thought on uh, the NBN and how it's rolling out, just jump on the email, eftm.com.au. Now, while we're talking um, social media, Instagram has taken over Twitter as one would say the second biggest social network. Facebook has 1.3 billion active users. Uh, Twitter has around 283 million, and, f- and Instagram hit the 300 million mark with more than 70 million pictures and videos shared every day. What's interesting is they made this announcement, and then very quickly after that, you might have seen a thing in your Instagram feed saying um, where you know you might re- have a reduction in followers because we're getting rid of spam accounts. So they hit 300 million, and they probably then pegged away 20 million uh, spam accounts. But anyway, they, they won't release those numbers again for another year, so it doesn't really matter. But um, Instagram is probably my favorite social network just because it's just so easy to browse. Um, and, and that's a really great thing about it. So, um, if you are on Instagram, you can follow me at Trevor Long AU, uh, at Trevor Long AU. Um, but if you're on Twitter, don't worry, cause I share pretty much everything I share on Instagram directly into Twitter as well. So if you're not on Instagram, I'd love to know why. Um, and if you are on Instagram, welcome. You're one of 300 million. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Now, I talked, uh, what, a couple of weeks ago to the, uh, to the boys who created Crossy Road. Where are those blokes? Oh, it's three weeks ago, is it? My goodness me, where are these blokes? Oh, there we go. Yeah, three weeks ago, episode 262. Um, and I've since smashed them. I, mean, I think I'm at 313 um, as my top score, my son, who got an iPod Touch for his birthday today. Happy birthday, little buddy. Love you to bits. Um, he got 212 on his iPod Touch. So very proud of that. Um, so I'm going to have to set another score. But yeah, 300 and something. And they've announced that later this week, Crossy Road will come to Android. So that's big for Android users. Crossy Road is addictive. What I'm keen to find out is how they're going to merge the the, the leadership tables, if possible. Because... I've got I've got a high score in on on iTunes Game Center, so I'm going to have to set a whole new store in Google Play. Obviously, a whole new score in Google Play, which is a bit annoying. But if you're um, into your fun addictive games, I've got to suggest to you that Crossy Road is a heap of fun for the whole family. Easy to pass around the room, easy to have a bit of a g up and fun with, and uh, great for the Christmas break, most likely. So, uh, Crossy Road coming to uh, to Android very very soon, most likely later this week. Well, that is 2014. As I said, I'm going to call it quits for the, for the year now. Um, it's been a cracker year. Uh, I've had an absolute ball. We've done some s- simply awesome things. 
Um, I'm not even going to recount on it yet. I'm going to probably think about that on the on the plane to Las Vegas. But um, I've had a good year. Uh, I'm really happy with some of the feedback I've gotten from from you over the course of the year, and I'd love to hear more. Um, love to hear a stack more feedback uh, about the show, about what we do, and importantly about um, what we do in the future as well, and how that um, how that should roll out. It's all it's all in your hands because it's a, it's great fun doing the show for you. And, um, and following your your own exploits, your own technology lives, that is what your tech life is all about. So um, send me an email, say good day, jump on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, make this the moment you do it. Twitter.com forward slash Trevor Long and uh, and come and say good day. Um, it's a massive farewell to 2014. Um, Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, have an absolutely stunning and happy new year. I'm not disappearing. I'll be on Twitter every day as I always am. And, uh, and it'll be great to... Uh, Great to hear um, hear from you at that time, and um, and yeah, it'd be great to great to have your feedback over the Christmas break. Jump on Twitter and, and whatnot, and uh, and yeah, jump on jump online. Say good day, not disappearing. But um, I might crack an episode away as a preview to CES, but absolutely guaranteed um, the sa- Saturday Sunday of CES, so the second Saturday in um, or is it the first? No, it's the first Saturday and Sunday in. Uh, in January, I'll be in Las Vegas um, for this Consumer Electronics Show, and we'll do podcasts across that week. Um, and uh, and yes, we'll uh, look forward to bringing you all the latest in consumer news and technology as it happens uh, right there from Las Vegas. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Share the love, spread the love, um, and hug your kids because it's been a rough week. And uh, and make sure everyone in your family knows you love them because uh, you don't get opportunities like that when they're gone. And uh, those are the things we have to remember, I reckon. And uh, stay safe on the roads because there's no point uh, being an idiot or trying to speed and get there fast. Enjoy the roads. Enjoy the view. Play some games in the car. doesn't matter if you're on your own or with the kids. And, uh, and enjoy Christmas. Merry Christmas, one and all, and Happy New Year. Always available to take your emails, your calls, your tweets. And, um, and I'll be back very soon with the next episode of Your Tech Life. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.